Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, outreach of Greater Worship Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos, along with Chippy the Chipmunk. Oh, my adoring fans. Get ready for a huge dose of reality and a huge dose of common sense. You said it, brother. A little while ago, I was just reading an article that Tucker Carlson did with Russell Brand. You know, uh, I don't know if you know who Russell Brand is. He's an interesting character, uh, comedian, actor, and now he's been speaking out uh, quite a bit on political issues and political things. Anyways, in this interview, I guess Russell Brand, or I don't know what the question was, because like I said, I skimmed over this article, but... I read that Tucker Carlson said something interesting. He said he made a big mistake in, uh, was it 2022, I think he said. Because most all the people that he said, oh, this guy's going to win, or this girl's going to win, this one's going to win, he said he missed almost all of them. So he realizes he's not a very good political analyst, so he's going to stay out of politics. Now, the reason I find that it was just a little... um, uh, How would you say? Odd or strange? Because when you listen to Tucker Carlson or read something from Tucker Carlson, a lot of what he does is political. Now, as I sat back and thought about it for just a moment, he's right. He's not much of a political analyst. You know, somebody like, say, Rush Limbaugh. And um, Rush Limbaugh, he he was very sharp when it came to those types of things. He, as he would say, I know liberals. And he could call things even before they uh, made it into the mainstream news. And uh, Tucker Carlson, I think, is excellent at what he does. He's a commentator, but an an analyst, he probably is right. And the only reason I bring that up, because I just thought that was uh, very interesting coming from Tucker Carlson himself. And uh, it was refreshing that somebody, anybody, on either side of the spectrum could say, listen, I'm not very good at this, but Tucker, you are very good at what you do, your commentary, your discussions, your interviews, you're very, very good at that. Um, so, you know, don't sell yourself short. Uh, we all have our calling. And uh, I point that out, ladies and gentlemen, because I also started thinking about what I do here. You know, I what, what am I doing? Uh, I call them my rants when I get on here and I go on a rant. But it's more about commentary. I find something that interests me or piques my curiosity, and I talk about it. You know, I read the article, I talk about it. And and one of the reasons why I read most, always read the whole article, whatever I'm referencing, is so that <clears throat> nobody could ever say I took that article out of context. I just pulled a portion out of it. I just talk about the whole thing. I read the whole thing and comment as I go. So that's me. And again, Tucker Carlson, I think you do a spectacular job. Fox News lost uh, a gem, so to speak when they lost you, but I'm glad to see that Tucker is still around doing what he's been doing. Um, You know, I came across this article again, Daily Wire. You'll probably be hearing me speak a lot about or from Daily Wire, mainly because I just subscribed to their service. (laughs) So if I'm going to pay the money, I may as well read it, right? Anyways, uh, and the title of this, it was interesting. It's a, a picture of I'm not really sure who this person is, but standing next to uh, Joe Biden and uh, standing behind, he's standing behind the podium, Joe Biden standing next to him with that kind of where am I at look on his face that he famously has all the time. But the title of this is Life Lesson Number One, 
don't be so eager to work with the left. And I thought, well, that's going to be something interesting. And this was by Tim Meads, and it was produced or uh, uh, published yesterday, July 6th. 2023. And uh, it says the Pennsylvania GOP learned life lesson number one recently. Don't be so eager to work with the left. That knowledge came the hard way for Keystone State Republicans after Democratic Governor Josh Shapiro went back on his word that he would sign a new school choice program into law. It should not come as any surprise that a Democrat politician put some of his biggest donors, the teachers unions, ahead of students. Yet, for some reason, it was a wake-up call for those in Pennsylvania. Let me stop right there for just a minute. It's interesting to me that the teachers' unions... Listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. The teachers' unions. If you follow me, you'll understand that, and you know this by now. I'm not really big on unions, okay? I'm not saying union workers, per se. Unions. And the teachers' union is one of the worst of the worst of the worst. Because teachers' unions often push and promote things that harm the students, okay, but benefits the teacher's union. In other words, they don't care about the kids. They care about their power, all right? And so, anyways, as it says here, uh, this um, the GOP, the Republicans there in Pennsylvania, learn the hard way because Democratic jo- uh, Governor Josh Shapiro put the teachers' unions ahead of students. And as it says here, yet for some reason, this is a wake-up call for those in Pennsylvania. Um, It's like, what did... I remember that scene from uh, Home Alone where, you know, the little boy slaps the stuff on his face and goes, ah! You know, it was a wake-up call. (coughs) And is this a wake-up call for the GOP, for the Republicans there in Pennsylvania or anywhere? I mean, did this catch you off guard? Weren't you ready for this? Didn't you understand before this that Democrats cannot be trusted on any level for anything? I mean, I, I, I hope not. I'm, I'm actually surprised that this is even an article because everybody, even Democrats know this. Even Democrats know that Democrats can't be trusted. They do anything to win. Anyways, let me keep reading. Shapiro has often indicated that he supports the state's GOP plan to fund $100 million worth of vouchers for private and public schools. Uh, Shapiro is, again, the Democratic governor of Pennsylvania. That plan passed in Pennsylvania's GOP-controlled state Senate, but faced scrutiny in the state House. Democrats and their major backers fiercely opposed the plan. The House slowed down the budget's passage while demanding an increase in public school funding. So in turn, Shapiro reneged on his compromises with the GOP and used his line-item veto to strike it from the deal on Wednesday. So again, ladies and gentlemen, I've said this a million times. I'm going to say it again. Here's a million and one. Democrats do not care about you and me. They certainly don't care about our kids. Here's a program. Here's a policy. Here's a program. Here's an allocation of funds to help families, to help children get a better education, all right? These vouchers so that they can take the monies they already spent or they already paid in taxes and instead of it just going directly to a public school that these kids are forced to go to, they can take that money and go to a private school. Do you understand that? So that they have a better education, maybe a safer neighborhood. Whatever it is, 
It's just better for everybody all the way around, for every taxpayer. And who's fighting against it traditionally? It's actually teachers' unions. You would think teachers and their unions would be there to help kids in their education. But it's the teachers' unions that are very left-leaning anyways. And Democrats, they don't care about you and me. They don't care about our children. Let me read this. Let me keep going. On Thursday, the Senate Republicans issued a statement, apparently dumbfounded, that a Democrat would do such a thing. (laughs) I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I I like the way whoever wrote this, what was his name? His name was Tim Meads. This guy's funny. This guy's funny. Let me read that again. I don't know if if you caught on to that. Some of you are really laughing hysterically right now. On Thursday... (laughs) The Senate Republicans issued a statement, apparently dumbfounded, that a Democrat would do such a thing. So they lie, they show, and they prove that they don't care about anybody but their own pocketbook. They don't care about the students. They don't care about the citizens of Pennsylvania. They lied about it. Oh, we care. And then all of a sudden when it comes out, no, we don't give a rip. And now the Republicans have that home alone look on their face. Oh, because they're completely dumbfounded that a Democrat would actually act like a Democrat. Go figure. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe I shouldn't laugh at this stuff. This is serious. This is serious business. This is serious news that we're talking about. I I shouldn't laugh at this. Don't worry. I'll get get a hold of myself. I'll get a hold of myself in just a moment. I got to finish this. This is this is good. This is this is like gravy, ladies and gentlemen. Gravy. It goes on to say, we negotiated in good faith and we're eagle- <laughs> eager. Let me start that over. <laughs> I, I can't get, that's just funny. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm going to pull myself together here. We negotiated in good faith and we're eager to stand with Governor Shapiro on one of his priority campaign commitments, supporting school choice opportunities. The state Senate GOP said in a statement Thursday, Today, Governor Shapiro has decided to betray the good faith agreement we reached, leaving tens of thousands of children across Pennsylvania in failing schools. <laughs> it's, it, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry, this is, it's not funny because it's real news and it, this is true. Across this country and here, even as they're saying in Pennsylvania, there are so many failing schools and if this governor would have kept his promise, it would have helped. Many, many, many of these children and these families get out of failing schools so that they can actually get a decent education somewhere else. You see, and now, and again, the teachers' unions are against this. So the teachers' unions are actually against a good education for your children. This governor is, well, he just did what a Democrat does. He flip-flopped. He, he promised something out of one side of his mouth and broke it out of the other side of his mouth, you know, and here, here's these Republicans look, looking like the three stooges. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened. He made a promise. We would stand with him on this. He he was going to stand with us on it. Oh my gosh, come on. Really? Uh, anybody, Republican, uh, Democrat, Independent, uh, anybody, you got to understand something. 
politicians have a problem with with uh, telling a fibs, but the Democrats, they wrote the book. They, they, they have perfected it. Um, do you know when a Democrat is lying? When their lip, lips are moving. <laughs> if you see a Democrat's lips moving, you know he or she is lying. That's just the way it works, ladies and gentlemen. And a lot of people say, well, you know what? You, you know what? You talk about this all the time, and that's just not true. It's not, not every. Like, I'm telling you, even from my own experience here, on the community level that I've experienced and I've worked on the community level and different boards and with different groups and different people. And it's not that I've never had a conservative lie to me before. That's not true. But I can tell you this. If a left leaner, somebody, a Democrat, a liberal says something, promises, especially a promise, I'm going to do this for you or do this with you, or I'm going to, you know, I cannot bank on that. It's it's almost, it's like what goes on in the back of my mind is I'll believe it when I see it. If I shake hands with a conservative, sometimes they renege on me. Sometimes it ends up being false. But most of the time, I can stand strong because conservative values are values of integrity, truth, and honesty. Democrat values are I don't know that they have anything. Well, they value something. They value their own pocketbook, their their attention. Um, I want to be careful of saying this because there might be children listening, but um, their attention, ladies of the night. <laughs> I just say their attention, whores. <laughs> ladies of the night. I'm trying to be politically correct, <laughs> but their attention, whores. And so if, it, if, if their attention, if it runs out or they're not getting it or if it's going to, in their mind, make them look bad to a certain group of people, well, of course they're going to lie to you. They're gonna, first, they're going to lie to you to get your attention and your approval. But then when it comes right down to it, it's like they've got to make up their mind. Whose approval do I really want to get? And so in this case, this governor... He wanted the approval, uh, the Governor Shapiro, he wanted the approval of the teachers' union. So forget that he made promises to those wasco we Republicans. Yeah, I borrowed that from Rush Limbaugh. He used to say, he used to say that all the time. wasco we Republicans. <laughs> so, so he didn't care about them uh, anymore because, you know, uh, he, he needed to be on the side, uh, in his mind, of the teachers' union. Didn't care about the kids. Didn't care about the good of his his state. Didn't care about the promises he made. Do you see what I'm saying? Their character. They do value something. But it isn't the same things that um, Republicans and conservatives value. You know? So this should not come as a shock, my dear GOP. Let me keep a reading. It says, Yet those who paid attention should have known that this plan was always a pipe dream. Despite Shapiro voicing support for school choice, the political wing of Pennsylvania's largest teachers union, the Pennsylvania State Education Association, heavily supported Democrats in the 2022 election cycle and opposed voucher programs. And listen, most all of the teachers unions uh, oppose vouchers and oppose school choice. You would think that they would be the first ones for it, but they they don't want it, ladies and gentlemen. They do not want it. So they do not care about your children, about your children's education, and so they don't care about your children's future, only their own. Uh, the Per the Daily Signal, PSEA's Political Action Committee do donated 
thousand to Shapiro's gubernatorial campaign, more than one million to Democratic legislate, legislative candidates, and just over three hundred thousand to Republicans. Interesting. And I don't know about you, but where does the uh, Pennsylvania State Education Association get their money? Uh, uh, isn't that from? Uh, um, I mean, it's a school board uh, union, right? So I don't know where they, I get the, I guess they get their money from the teachers. I'm sorry, not a school board, but the teachers union. I guess they get that from the teachers who are part of that union, huh? So do, are you going to tell me that all of the teachers in Pennsylvania are okay with their union dues going to pay for um, these candidates that don't care about the teachers themselves or don't care about the students especially because i don't know about you teachers schools teachers unions school boards all of them isn't it the students that should be the number one priority and the students getting a great education shouldn't that be the number one priority i mean i would think so in a common sense normal world not crazy land but normal world the students would be the number one, you know, and their education, I should say, the students and their education should be the number one focus and goal of schools, teachers, teachers' unions, um, school boards, all of that. I, 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 I would think so. But, you know, then again, I have this uh, idea, you know, this problem, I guess you could say, of having um, common sense that isn't so common. So what do we call... What well, used to be called common sense because it was common. What do we call it now since it's not common? Uncommon sense? Just sense? <laughs> I don't, what do we call it? I don't know. Uncommon sense. I'll just leave it at that. So uh, where am I? Oh, yeah. That's a lot of money and influence for the proponents of school choice to overcome the daily signal uh, Keith Mooney predicted. Indeed, PSEA President Richard Askey uh, condemned Shapiro's plan before the Senate even passed it. Askey said that diverting one cent of taxpayer money to a tuition voucher scheme for private and religious schools is absolutely irresponsible, no matter what you name, what name you call it. Ladies and gentlemen, so oh, this is just this is just crazy to me. So okay, here's the way it works. Assume for just a moment. You have a child going to the public school system. And our public schools spend so much money. I mean, lots of money per child for that education. So I'm just going to throw out some numbers. These aren't necessarily real world numbers, but they're, they're, they're numbers, right? So assume that it costs, uh, I don't know, $5,000 per school, school year per student. So $5,000, your child goes to school for that year and it costs taxpayers $5,000 to educate your child in that public school. You say to yourself, you say, self, I don't think my child is getting a great education in that place. So as things sit right now, if you wanted to get your child a better education, you'd have to pull your child out of that school and then uh, send them to a public school. I'm sorry, a private school, send them private school or homeschool them. The problem with that is you're still paying taxes for your child to go to a public school without any refund or rebate. These vouchers, what it would do is would say, okay, listen, we're going to take that money, that $5,000, and give it back to the parents 
in a form of a voucher. It's not your money. You can't cash the check and go buy its big screen TV. What you basically do is you say, if you want to go down, down, um, down the street to the private school, run at the church, then you take your voucher and then that voucher pays for your child to be educated at that place. Okay, that's what this is all about. Same money being spent, it's just being spent in another area. This is why the teachers union are so against it. They do not want the money they think is theirs to go to someone else or anywhere else. That's the way this works. And here's the dirty little secret on it. Again, let's assume that your child um, is $5,000 to educate them in a public school per year. That's what taxpayers pay. You, you get a voucher. If those vouchers ever are passed and you get that voucher, you're not getting a $5,000 voucher. You might get a $3,000 voucher or $2,500 voucher. So you're still going to have to pay some for your kid at that private school. They're not going to give you everything. And then you might ask, well, if... if if the public school is asking for $5,000 to educate my child per year and I want to take my child out of that school and with a voucher and get him a better education at a private school, but they're only going to give me, say, $2,500 or $3,000, what happens to the other $2,000 or $2,500? Good question, ladies and gentlemen. Good question. You know that once, once the government, even a state government, has money from you and from me. It there it's hard to get it back in any way, even in these vouchers. I remember this uh, cartoon many many years ago. It was part of the um, uh, Bugs Bunny cartoons, and there was Bugs Bunny and Daffy, and they're you know they're digging in a hole, and you just see it. You know I don't know if you guys remember the Bugs Bunny, and he's and he's he's digging in a hole, and you just see you know it's Bugs Bunny, and he pops up. In, in the middle of a desert somewhere, Saudi Arabia, I think it was. But anyways, middle of the desert. And Daffy Duck comes flying out behind him, you know, like they're at the beach. And as Bugs is sitting there going, oh, this isn't the beach. I must have made a wrong turn. Anyways, in that whole thing, they find some treasure. And the treasure is, is guarded, you know, and by somebody who has magic. And at the very end, uh, Daffy Duck gets shrunk down to, I don't know, just maybe a couple inches, two, three inches tall. And he goes running after this pearl. And I think they finally make it to the beach. But anyways, it doesn't matter. He goes running after this pearl, grabs this pearl, which is huge to him because it's only three inches tall, yelling, mine, 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 mine. You know, um, there was also that scene in uh, Finding Nemo with all the seagulls. Mine, 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 mine. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Daffy Duck was a Democrat. <laughs> and that pearl represented your tax dollars. And all of those seagulls. That's like the DNC. <laughs> Mine? <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you see that? You go to the DNC and there's like, I don't know, 2,000 people there in this big auditorium and everybody at the same time. Mine, 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 mine. <laughs> so <laughs> Daffy Duck was a Democrat after your tax dollars. <laughs> and all the rest of the Democrats are like seagulls at the beach <laughs> trying to steal your Doritos. <laughs> 
sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Some of these things is funny and yet it's not funny. But anyways, let me let me get back to this article. I think I'm almost done. <laughs> this article goes on to say the Democrat Party, contrary to their feigned desire for bipartisanship, is in this business to win it. They are not looking for compromise or to do the honorable thing unless it helps their party to expand Democrat power. That's true, ladies and gentlemen. Consider that Shapiro is the same guy who stood alongside President Joe Biden as he blasted MAGA Republicans as being threats to democracy. He's the same guy who stood by Senator John Fetterman, oh Lord, Fetterman, as his campaign told the Pennsylvanian people that he had virtually zero health problems on the campaign trail, despite suffering from depression and the effects of a stroke. Shapiro is also the same politician who reportedly has his eyes set on higher power. Or, I'm sorry, higher office, higher power. Yeah, they do think they're God. Anyways, he reportedly has his eyes set on a higher office. In light of all of that, and with his uh, potential political future on the line, why would anybody trust him to operate with integrity? It should be assumed Shapiro and every other Democrat leader has the same animus that Biden, the, a, uh, the de facto leader of the party, has for the GOP. The fish rots from the head down, as they say. When dealing with the left, it is best to be smart and assume the worst. Good faith negotiation with Democrats don't exist. They only understand political muscle, whether it's being flexed by their donors or their Republican opponents. Let me read that last portion again, because I, I don't know, I just thought it was good. When dealing with the left, it is best to be smart and assume the worst. Good faith negotiations with the Democrats don't exist. They only understand political muscle, whether it's being flexed by their donors or their Republican opponents. And that is so true. Uh, all you um, Republicans out there, all you uh, conservatives out there, you've got to understand this. And I know many of you do. You've figured it out, especially if you worked with them. But you totally, you, you've got to completely understand this. Democrats cannot be trusted. Left leaners cannot be trusted. Why? Well, there's, there's a lot of reasons why. But let me explain to you one thing. And I've said this. I don't know. I've been saying this for the last 30 years. Listen, listen to me very closely, ladies and gentlemen, because this is just the truth. You're going to get the truth. You're going to get a huge dose of truth right now in common sense. Any individual, or in this case, political party that is okay or even pushes for the murder of unborn children, the absolute <clears throat> most innocent among us, then they, if they don't care about the absolute most innocent, they certainly don't care about you or me. Teachers unions and unions in general are very left-leaning. Most of them, most all of them are very left-leaning. So they're big abortion people. So if they don't care about the most innocent, the child in the womb, they certainly don't care about you. They don't care about me. They don't care about our children, the ones that are born. Because they certainly don't care about the ones not yet born. I, and, and ladies and gentlemen, this, again, it, it's called um, common sense. We should just accept it and understand it and not be surprised when Democrats show a complete lack of character. And they show us that their values and their value system is based in wickedness. There should not be a surprise, ladies and gentlemen, at all, at 
all. I don't know why people act so surprised. You know, uh, Biden does something crazy and there's still people going, oh my gosh, it was, well, you know, and then they start making excuses for him. No, this is just who this wicked man is. This is just who this wicked man is. This is who the Democrat Party is. Uh, so the reason why I talk about this is so that people are made aware of the truth. I honestly just made aware of the truth. And a lot of you people that are kind of left-leaning yourself, you vote Democrat, uh, you might consider yourself liberal, liberal-minded, because you think that that's the best way. It's the most, you know. And then they 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 try to change it to the word progressive, like they're actually making progress in something. And and who doesn't want to make progress? So hey, I want to be progressive because I I want to make progress. I want to help this country make progress. When actually. It's doing the exact opposite. Oh, we're progressing, of course, into deeper wickedness, into deeper debt financially, socially, and, and such, deeper wickedness, deeper evil. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting that those who believe in God, have a faith in God, understand that, you know, um, you can only sin against God for so long before God says enough's enough. Those who may not necessarily believe in God, or at least the way I do, may believe in karma. Or they might say, what goes around comes around. So I want you to think about that for just a moment. Whatever, however you coin it, however you call it, what goes around comes around, you know, um, uh, karma, whatever you call it, okay? You got to understand, when you have a Years and years and years and years and years of the murder of the unborn, the murder of the most innocent, whether you call it karma, what goes around comes around, you know, justice, whatever, judgment, whatever you call it. it you know what? God's going to call. Karma's going to happen. Whatever you call it, what goes around comes around. And so what's going to come around to us who did not sat back and did nothing about this. When we sat back and watched and allowed the Democrats to get their way on so many things, and now we're, what, how many trillions of dollars are we in debt now? A lot. So much so that our great, 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 great grandchildren are going to be, still be paying on it. How did we sit back and, and, and you say, well, the Republicans were part of that too. Yet yeah, I will admit, yes, the Republicans were part of it. But believe me on this, when you do a research and it's not, too difficult to find this stuff out. The Democrats take the cake like you cannot believe on this stuff. And uh, wickedness through abortion, the LGBT, all of this stuff, the, what they're pushing on our children with this transgenderism and, and such. What, and it's mostly, not always, but mostly coming through the left-leaning Democrat Party. Well, how long is it going to be before all of that catches up to us? See, so, ladies and gentlemen, even if it's not hitting home for you right now, personally, you do have to understand it will hit home for all of us at some point. And what really breaks my heart is it may not even hit home completely in my lifetime or in your lifetime, but in my children's lifetime or my grandchildren's lifetime. And then all of that wickedness accumulated. If it comes crashing down in one generation, woe to that generation, woe to that generation. And I, it would be heartbreaking to think, even to think that that could be my children or grandchildren's generation or even my great-grandchildren's generation that has to pay for all the sin in America because we didn't want to stand up. We, we, we were one of those people that just 
uh, we voted for whatever party because of one sliver, one little thing, thinking, well, the rest doesn't really um, mean anything to me, so I'm just going to go and vote and get my little thing taken care of. Well, that's what these Republicans found out with these Democrats. They had one thing that they were after, school vouchers, one thing, and the Democrats lied. And then they stood back, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. This has never happened before. It, it just makes me want to line all of them up, Democrat and Republican alike, and just slap them. Just walk down the, the road and give them a good slap, a good wake-up call. Or maybe, you know, go behind them and give them a good boot up the wahoo. You know, that's what they're all deserving. But we've got to be smarter than this, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to make a stand on this. We've got to say enough's enough. And we've got to stop voting for these wicked idiots, these wicked people that are destroying our children, destroying our children's future, destroying our country. And we've got to do something about it. And why won't most why won't most of us do it? Because we're still kind of comfortable. But what is it going to take? What's it going to take before we wake up? Before the average common sense American wakes up and says, "Wait a minute. Enough is enough. I'll fight. If not for me, I'll fight for my children and my grandchildren." Ladies and gentlemen, are you with me? Will you stand with me? Will you fight with me? Will you shout from the rooftops? Enough is enough. I think it's time. Thank you for choosing Table Flippers Podcast. To find our merchandise page, go to gwcclancaster.org. Then find the Table Flippers link, click on it, and it'll take you right there. Until next time, have a fantastic day. Say goodbye, Chippy.